0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 306 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis. Today, we're going to be talking about signs and symptoms of a gluteus medius tear. We're going to review some anatomy of the gluteus medius, we're going to talk about some of the differential diagnoses, and we'll go over some of the signs and symptoms of a gluteus medius tear. But before we get started, I'd like to just take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor. You've all seen the name Chattanooga in Rehab Clinics. Chattanooga has been a staple for all your traditional clinical equipment needs, and they are now carrying modalities including high-powered laser, focus shockwave, and radial pressure wave devices. These modalities have the ability to transform your practice from both a clinical and revenue standpoint. Trust me, I have patients traveling over an hour to come have radial pressure wave treatment in our clinic. Click the link in the show notes to request a quote, schedule an in-person demo, or get more information on their new modalities. You can also visit their website at www.lightforcemedical.com. Welcome back, everyone. So, This recording is on August 28, 2023 in beautiful northern Maine. I'm telling you, the air is crisp. It's just beautiful up here. Um, At home, we've been harvesting a lot of our vegetables and apples and uh, you know threw together a little apple crisp last night we're canning some vegetables and it's just great to have all this uh, fresh produce uh, at our fingertips and uh, it's really healthy and uh, just a great time of year for us up here so if uh, those of you have never been to northern Maine um, now through October is a great time especially when the foliage kicks in Um, you know make it a Take some time and uh, you know make a trip up here sometime a um, little cool and it's a little distant but um, very beautiful area to visit so um, recently i had a patient with some lateral hip pain and the first thing that comes to your mind is greater trochanteric bursitis right i mean this happens to everybody it's like you know pain on the bottom of the foot plantar fasciitis is the first thing you think of well Today I want to talk a little bit about a gluteus minimus tear. It happens a lot more often than you think, but today what I want to do is kind of throw in some tips that will help you think outside of the box when you see somebody who has um, lateral hip pain. Now. If we talk a little bit about the gluteus medius anatomy, the the origin is around the lateral pelvis. It's just below the iliac crest, okay? Now, people will have some palpable tenderness sometimes in that muscle if there is spasm, and there is a bursa that sits in there also. That can become irritated and inflamed, and sometimes that'll give you some of that muscular. discomfort just below that iliac crest. Well, that's where that originates. Then it kind of fans down, it comes to a point and inserts over the superior portion of the greater trochanter. Now, the action of the glute medius is primarily an abductor. Some of the anterior fibers can assist in internal rotation, some of the posterior fibers in external rotation. Um, When the hip is at 90 degrees though, all of the fibers primarily assist with internal rotation. All right. Um, But again, primarily hip abduction. That heel strikes the floor. It contracts to prevent your hip from shifting laterally or basically going into a Trendelenburg type of uh, gait or position. Now, the most common mechanism of injury is usually some sort of trauma. Uh, Most recently, we had somebody who had fallen through a like a manhole cover um, that had just like a like a plastic cover over the top of it. She fell through that, went down, damaged the lateral side of her hip. Uh, I have seen people, I, I saw a lady who was bending over to... Um, pull her boot on so she was bearing all of her weight on her right leg while the left leg was up in the air and she was pulling really hard her glute medius just over contracted uh, basically tore uh, at the insertion and had a tremendous amount of pain the unfortunate thing is that when people tear their glute medius muscles it just goes undetected for such a long time it is always treated as greater trochanteric bursitis They might get an x-ray to find that that's negative and then get a bunch of injections, which, you know, respond really well if you have greater trochanteric bursitis, but not so well if you have a um, gluteus medius tear. So what are the most common signs and symptoms? Well, obviously lateral hip pain. You might have pain just in general without touching it. Definitely pain to palpate uh, over that greater uh, trochanter uh, area. And people almost always complain of laying on that side uh, causes more discomfort. So sleeping can be difficult at night if they're sleeping on the other side. They usually have to sleep with a pillow between their knees because the leg will fall into adduction and then cause this constant tension around the uh, the tear uh, area. There can be some swelling in that area, although with a lot of people it's hard to identify because it dissipates quite easily and sometimes there's a layer of of fat in that area that makes it harder to identify. Now, the patient will often have uh, pain with weight bearing. Now, here's a little tip. Most people think that if the gluteus medius is torn, it's going to cause a Trendelenburg type gait. Now, that is not always the case. And I've seen this in about 50% of the gluteus medius tears that we have seen. That's why it's kind of deceiving. You always think they're going to get a Trendelenburg Gate because that glute medius is not pulling and you should drop into that lateral shift. Um, but what happens is when you drop into that Trendelenburg gait, that puts a lot of tension on the tear and is very painful. And so what they do is they avoid that and go into kind of a reverse Trendelenburg gait where they take the hip and place it more medial to the heel, and basically waddle, so that they don't even go into Trinellenberg, they don't even contract the gluteus medius, uh, and that prevents it from hurting, right? So if you take that hip and shift it back medially, um, medial to the heel when you land, doesn't hurt as much. Um, And so that is one thing you need to look at when you are observing somebody's gait with somebody who has lateral hip pain. Now, the other thing you should do is take the patient to a set of stairs or even just a six inch step, doesn't matter. Make sure there's some railings uh, close by and ask them to step up onto that step, utilizing the side that is hurting first, okay? So if it's a right-sided lateral hip pain, you have them put their right foot up on the step and try to propel themselves up and almost I, I would say every single person I've seen with a gluteus medius tear is not able to do this or they have a severe amount of discomfort doing it. It's a classic sign that they have a gluteus medius tear uh, or a pretty darn you know bad sprain or strain. Um, And so the next thing I look at is do they have pain with resisted abduction? I put them on their side. I lay them down straight with their legs straight with their body. I rotate the pelvis forward about, you know, an eighth to a quarter um, past neutral. So that they really isolate that glute med when they try to lift. I have them lead with the heel first. Um, And oftentimes people who have a a gluteus medius tear will have difficulty with this. It'll be very painful and or they will have weakness with it. Now, if it was a gluteus, uh, if it was a greater trochanteric bursitis, it would be tender to touch. It would be painful to lay on. But would it hurt when you're contracting it? Remember, the greater trochanteric bursa is a non-contractile tissue. So they should still be able to abduct their leg. Um, And so take that into consideration when you're evaluating that patient. That is very important because, again, I see these folks um, who have this discomfort and it just goes unchecked i've had people unchecked for five to seven years um, because they just keep treating it i mean like a dozen injections to the lateral hip just to try to manage this quote unquote uh, greater trochanteric bursitis Um, now a lot of people will say that they have pain radiating down their leg now one thing you need to watch out for is if the pain radiates past the knee it is not likely coming from the hip okay it just can't physiologically do that Uh, so if it is going down past the knee, you need to be Thinking about checking the lumbar spine, it's not uncommon for an L5 nerve root compression to cause pain around the lateral hip going down the leg and then past the knee. Uh, But if it's isolated to the lateral hip and it's a glute medius tear, it's usually pretty local to that area. Sometimes you'll get a little discomfort back into the buttock. Occasionally some discomfort with sitting, but um, not as much as bearing weight on it and trying to propel yourself up a step. Um, as far as conservative treatment goes, I know everybody's been, you know, waiting, well, how do we treat this? Well, to be honest with you, they are very difficult to treat. Um, I just had a patient recently who had a gluteus minimus tear. Um, and we treated it conservatively with, uh, some radial pressure wave therapy. Some ultrasound is what we started with. Uh, first of all, we then went into activities that, Activated the glute maximus a little bit more. We avoided heavy one-legged weighted exercises just to avoid that uh, pressure. We didn't uh, do any lateral band walking or anything like that. Um, we started some cardiovascular exercise stationary cycling. I uh, was very comfortable for the patient, so we pushed pretty hard with that. And um, the patient did very well, actually, and um, had significantly less pain. Actually, she is uh, she's really... Back to doing what she was doing before with really no discomfort there anymore. But typically, people with gluteus medius, tendon tears, end up requiring surgery. Uh, I've tried working around these before. We can get them slightly better. But basically, we have to stop all activities that cause an overuse of the gluteus medius. Um, The best way to diagnose this is with a diagnostic ultrasound and or MRI. A shot can a cortisol shot can be you know somewhat diagnostic. People with bursitis will do significantly better than those with a tear. So something to take into consideration when you see these folks. Um, I just would like, you know, if anything, I'd like there to be just a better recognition of what a gluteus minimus or gluteus medius tear looks like so that we don't just you know drag people along. I mean, I've seen people just lose so much as in regards to function. Cardiovascular fitness and overall overall quality of life. Uh, so, uh, take a peek at those things. Remember that, um, and uh, be sure to you know think outside of the box when you see people with uh, lateral hip pain. I do have an ebook out there. It's uh, it helps to get you looking at lateral hip pain a little bit differently. It uh, brings some videos of patients who have actual tears uh, in with the ebook and some explanations on how to do certain testing. And so uh, be sure to check that out if uh, you have some time. I'll have a link in the show notes today. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Stay tuned for more orthopedic content. I have a lot more coming. And uh, be sure to connect with me if you have any topics that you'd like me to bring to the show. Again, be kind to each other and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.